This is your host, Vernon Terrell with Grace Ministries International, and it's time for Walking Free. And welcome for another episode of Walking Free. Today, I want to let you know the stair lift is gone. And some of you might be saying, what in the world are you talking about? And if you've listened to some earlier episodes or if you've heard me speak over the years, I've talked about this miracle stair lift back when my wife was diagnosed the second time with cancer. And by the way, uh, on November 6th of 2021, that marked the sixth year of her passing away. And I thought this was just interesting. You know, this stair lift that uh, she had, I'd say back uh, in... Oh, goodness, 2014, maybe, uh, end of 13, 2014, uh, when she was diagnosed again with uh, cancer, she had breast cancer, and then it had metastasized to the brain, and it got to the point where, you know, chemo's not going to get past those brain defenses, and they had targeted radiation, all that stuff that she had to go through. And by the way, side note, you think, oh, well, where was God? He never left. God was with us right in the middle of all that tragedy and heartache and all of that mess. Uh, He was with my three kids who, uh, at the time uh, when she passed away, were 12 and a half and 15 and 17. And where was God? Never left. Always with us, loving us in the midst of all of this pain and suffering and tragedy. Yeah. And in the middle of all of that, it was getting challenging. And just to kind of sum up the story, it was getting very hard for uh, my wife to go up to our bedroom on the second floor. And uh, we were in need of a stair lift. And if you know anything about stair lifts, they're a bit expensive. And I remember us calling ministries and uh, called one particular ministry and they said, oh no, we don't have stair lifts. You know, we have toiletry items and wheelchairs and walkers and things of that nature. But yeah. Never a stair lift. Okay, thank you. So we prayed. We prayed for the $5,000 or so, four or $5,000 that it would take to purchase a stair lift. And I remember that was like on a Wednesday or so. And then we said, you know, let's just look for a company who sells them. We're going to trust the Lord after we prayed and uh, got kind of rejected by these ministries that didn't have them. And so we looked at some reviews of a company, you know, good reviews on Yelp and other places and said, okay, here's a company. Let's just have them come out, give us a quote, 
did that on Friday, gave us a quote, four or $5,000, whatever it was. And we said, okay, we'll trust the Lord and put the order in or told him to late on Friday. I oh, can't put it in until, you know, later. And because uh, their system w- would not accept orders that late or something. Saturday morning comes along, get a phone call from this ministry. They said, Mr. Terrell, yes. Uh, this is so-and-so from so-and-so ministry. And you're not going to believe this, but after, you know, we spoke, somebody called up and said they wanted to donate a stair lift. He says, in the years that we've been running this ministry, nobody has ever donated a stair lift. And by the looks of it or the sound of it, it'll fit your stairs. And I kind of sat on that phone thinking, whoa. And I told him, I said, well, we prayed for the money for God to provide us the money for the stair lift, but I guess he wanted to give us one instead. And the guy's going, what? Are you kidding me? And then, and then he goes, well, look, uh, if you want it, it's yours. I said, we'll take it. And he goes, and by the way, we work with a company and they are going to install it for free. And guess what company is going to install it? Yeah, the one that we randomly chose uh, to order from. That's the company that's going to come install it. So I said, let's do it. Get off the phone. Dial up this company. They happen to be working on Saturday morning. They picked up the phone. and said, hey, this is Vernon Terrell. Ordered a stair lift. They said, yeah, we haven't processed it yet in our system. I says, well, go ahead and cancel it. They said, why? I said, because, well, God gave us a stair lift, and you guys are going to install it on Tuesday. What? Yes. And uh, it was a literal miracle. And that stair lift was always a reminder that God provides, even in the midst of our tragedy, or as I'd like to say, and uh, when you read uh, Psalms um, 23, um, Psalm 23 is a favorite passage of mine now, it says, the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want, or I have lacked, I don't lack in anything. He makes me lie down in green pastures because sometimes I don't want to lie down or I want to blow right through them because I got things to do. Sometimes he just has to make me lie down and rest. I don't know if that happens for you, but he makes me lie down in green pastures and he leaves me beside the quiet waters. He restores or refreshes my soul and he guides me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And here's the part we don't like. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, or another translation says, even though I walk through the deepest, darkest valley, I fear no evil because you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. See, we don't want to go through those valleys, do we? 
We don't want to walk through that valley of the shadow of death. But we do. He doesn't promise, doesn't say, hey, I'm going to helicopter you over the valley. We're going to detour. No, he says, look, even when I do walk through it, and you will most likely walk through a valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. Why? Because you are with me. He's always, he never leaves us. He doesn't forsake us. And this is the part, let me just jump to it. In verse 5 of Psalm 23, he goes, You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. It's like in the middle of the valley. We want to hustle through it. And God says, no, we're going to stop for a minute. And we're going to have supper. And we're going to prepare a table in the presence of all your enemies looking at you, ready to pounce. We're going to stop. And I'm going to show you my provision. You have anointed my head with oil. My cup overflows. And that's what God was doing. In the middle of this cancer journey, when we didn't really have the money to afford this stair lift, God says, you know what? Stop. I'm going to prepare this table of provision in the presence of all the enemies looking around. Could be the spiritual forces working against us, the people who might be doubting. Whoever those enemies are, don't even care about the enemies. God says, I'm providing for you in the midst of this deep, dark valley that you're in. That's what the stair lift was for us. It was a picture of God's provision. And for many years, for the many years after my wife passed away, I would say, yes, the stair lift is still there. Why do you keep it there? Well, it's, it's just a picture, and it was and is a picture of God's provision. It's a reminder God provides even when we're in the middle of the valley. God provides. But part of the real reason it was there, beside being truly a, just a testimony of God's provision, I'm not that handy. I'm great with a mouse, with a trackpad, with a graphics program. I'm awesome with that kind of stuff, or at least I think I am. I'm decent anyways, right? I enjoy it. But when it comes to the handyman type stuff, I'm a little bit out of my element. Now, I'll YouTube anything. Praise God for YouTube, right? And I'll watch and figure out and tinker and do some things. So, yeah, I can learn. It's just not something I enjoy doing. So part of the reason that Stairlift remained for six years after my wife passed away was because... I wasn't thrilled about trying to figure out how to take that big old thing down and apart. God knew that. And you know that 
one verse that I enjoy, and I think you do too, if you know it, besides Psalm 23, Romans 8, 28, says, and we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. And by the way, as a believer in Jesus Christ, that is you. You are called according to his purpose. And yes, you love God. So I don't feel like I love God all the time. Well, you do. You can't help it. You're a new creation in Christ. You do love God all the time. Now, you don't always feel it. Sometimes you get distracted on this earth, but that new you in union with Jesus Christ and the person of the Holy Spirit, joined with him, you are 100% always loving God. This is you. And Paul says, and we know that God causes all things. See, so did God cause the cancer? No, cancer caused the cancer. We live in a fallen world. Bad things happen. Yes, to me, to you, to the world, it's part of the consequences of living on this planet. You might think of it like collateral damage of sin. You know, we, we all get it. We all get hit in various degrees. And we know God causes all things to work together for good. To who? To me and you, to those in Christ. He causes all things to work together for good. Do you know that the fact God knows that I don't like or I don't prefer doing all the handyman stuff. God used that. God knows that I procrastinate a bit when it comes to home repair. <laughs> I do. I Can I do it? Yeah, I can learn it. I just don't prefer it. I mean, if you really look at it, it wasn't that difficult to take down. Now, it was a couple-person job, I just don't prefer it. And God used that. God used my procrastination, if you will, because he had this uh, stair lift. He was preparing it for somebody who needed it and who was going to need it. Didn't need it six years ago, but needed it now. Someone that we actually had on this podcast that we interviewed and uh, heard his story, well, He's not doing too well right now. Uh, make it better. I don't know. Don't know all the situation. But uh, God used even my procrastination, and he is causing all things to work together for good because I got a phone call said, hey, we heard you have a stair lift and, or chair, uh, stair lift that you could uh, donate or give to help uh, this gentleman is this person's father-in-law. And I said, absolutely. And they said, well, can you measure it? And maybe we can see if it'll work. And he said, can you do the rise and the run? I'm thinking, you are really 
talking Greek right here. The rise and the run. I had to go back and say, all right, the rise and the run. Oh, because I wasn't going to, you know, ask, what do you mean? So I didn't want to look that dumb. So I researched it first. Oh, the rise and the run. I remember that from math days. So I measured the rise and the run, took pictures, looked real professional. Uh, again, thank the Lord for YouTube and for Google. Thank you. Uh, and so I did all that, sent him the pics, and then he said, wow, impressive. Okay, I'm confessing that to you guys now. That's how I did it. But So he said, well, let me come and check your measurement. He comes out. He goes, this is going to work. This and got excited. This is going to work. And they're just, were, you know, they were praying. How, how can we help dad to get up those stairs? Because he can't make it. This was going to be an answer to their prayer. Just like God answered my prayer to whomever gifted that stair lift. And God even used my lack of skill and use that and cause that to work together for good to help this family. And, you know, they came, uh, two guys, with a, a basically a, a drill where they can undo some bolts and a screwdriver and some screws and probably 15 minutes or less, had the whole thing unbolted and ready to move. Now, it's a monster. It's long. Um, I'm not saying it was uh, easy. It was simple, but it was heavy. These guys just knocked it out. I helped a little bit. At least I tried to look like I was. Um, got it out the door, onto the trailer, gone. And they got it up to their home. And later that afternoon, I got a pick that they said, installed, done. Isn't that incredible? God is always at work. And God even uses our inability, our lack of desire. He causes all things to work together for good. God is always at work. I want you to know that. God is always at work. And he is causing all things to work together for your good, for their good, for the good of those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Isn't that incredible? So yes, the stair lift is now gone. I have a picture of it, a couple pictures, to say this is the miracle stair lift, the stair lift that God provided. And then God allowed me to, as you know, I have a son, incredible son, autistic dude who, 23 now, and he goes, my son says, thank God that eyesore is gone. It was a menace. I almost trip over it. It's an eyesore. And I said, yes, son, thank God. Now, guess what? We have a father-son project. We're going to find the, the, the railing that we had to take down. I didn't take it down. The installers did. And we're going to do a project. And I said, John, I think we can do it. We're going to put up that railing. 
so we can, and it's like six screws, three in one little bracket and three in another. So I go downstairs, still had the screws in a little plastic bag that said, you know, uh, rail, stair rail screws. Got that big old long railing. I said, John, now here's your job. I want you to hold this rail. It's a two-man job. I said, I think you and I've got it. Got me an electric screwdriver because, yeah, that's, yeah, I'll move on. And battery-powered screwdriver, whatever. And I, he held it beautifully, excellent job. And we positioned it in the holes. And together, that incredibly complex job, my son and I, screwed those screws in, tight fit, and we put up. Now, I have not only uh, a memory of God's provision, but now my son and I have have one of our first, I, we might have had one or two others, but one of our first father-son home improvement projects together. And we look at that and say, yeah, he and I did that. You say, well, that's just silly. Yeah, but you know what? For us, that was an accomplishment. We screwed in six screws together. Isn't God good? He causes all things to work together for good. To those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. So you know what? Give yourself a break. Give yourself a break. God is working through you, even through your mess. He's working in your mess, through your mess. He's always working for you, never against you. He's always with you. He never leaves you. He's working together for good. And you know, for those in verse 29, whom he foreknew, he foreknew everyone who would believe. He foreknew every person who would choose to receive Christ and those for whom he foreknew he also predestined to what to be conformed to the image of his son that's what he foreknew you are conformed to the image of his son perfect and complete righteous and holy so that he would be the firstborn among many brethren. And those whom he predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, he also called. And those he called, he justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. This is groundbreaking, incredible news that you are he foreknew and predestined you to be conformed to his image and those whom he predestined, he called. You are among the called, you're justified, and you are glorified in Jesus Christ. You are right now seated in the heavenlies, Colossians 3. You're just not experiencing that right yet. So I want you to know and to end with Romans 8, 31 and following. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, 
who is against us. God is always for you. He's always for you. Even in your mess, even when you mess up, he already knew that. He already took care of that on the cross, already forgiven. You're you're already conformed. He just wants you now to experience that conformity, to walk in your new image, your new creation. Be the real you. Start walking that way. That's what this podcast is all about. You don't have to talk about it. You don't have to wish it. You are it. So start walking in it. You're free. Be free. Walk free. God is for you. And if God is for us, who is against us? Paul says in verse 32, because I mean, look, he did not spare his own son. He delivered him over for us all. How will he not also with him freely give us all things? Which, by the way, Paul tells us later in Ephesians, he's already given us every spiritual blessing in Christ. Everything. Who will bring a charge against God's elect? No one. Because you say, well, what about when I mess up? Taken care of on the cross. There is no charge that could come against you because Jesus took care of every charge that could ever be brought against you. God is the one who justifies, verse 33. Verse 34, who is the one who condemns? Christ Jesus is he who died. Yes, rather was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who also intercedes for us. You know, Christ is interceding for you, not for you to get more forgiven. I believe he's interceding for you to know your forgiveness, to know your righteousness, to know that he has taken care of you, to know that he is always with you. He wants you to know that so you will walk confident and free in him. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Nobody. Will tribulation? No. Will distress? No. Or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? No. Just as it is written, for your sake we are being put to death all day long. We are considered a sheep to be slaughtered. But in all these things, in what things? Being put to death? Yeah, death comes. Tragedy happens. Being considered a sheep to be slaughtered? People coming against us? People hurt? Yes, all of that. But in all these things, notice, in all these things. In all these things, we overwhelmingly conquer. How? Through him who loved us. Tragedy is going to come. Heartache is going to come. Hard times are going to come. Good times are going to come. And all of this stuff, he's always for us, never leaves us. And we overwhelmingly conquer through him. Who loved us. It's hard, however, to walk in that victory if you don't know how loved you are, if you don't realize that He's with you. 
For I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Nothing will separate us, period. He's with you. You will overwhelmingly conquer through him who loved us. I want you to receive the fact and the truth that God loves you, that he's for you. He's never against you. And even in your lack of skill and perhaps your procrastination, he's still working for your good and their good. So don't think you messed it up. Don't think that, oh, if I'da and I shoulda and coulda and woulda, rest that God's working. He knows all of that. If there's things that God has put on your heart to improve, well, improve it. Sure, go for it. Don't sweat it. Walk in your freedom. Walk in his love. Walk in love toward one another. And know that God is always at work in you and through you. And even through your lack, he is more than sufficient to do what he wants to do. So I want to encourage you. The stairlift is gone. It's not forgotten, but it is gone. And new things are coming for those stairs. A new rail And who knows what else? Uh, I'll trust the Lord for that. But I want to encourage you that God loves you. He's always with you. And today may be the day that you stop talking about it. Stop wishing. Stop wishing and doing the shoulda, coulda, woulda, I wish I had. Shake out of that and realize that God is for you that he loves you and you can stop talking about it and you can start walking. You've been listening to Walking Free, a production of Grace Ministries International in Marietta, Georgia. For more information, go to our website at gmint.org. That's G-M-I-N-T dot O-R-G.